When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. On the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. He's got some room, he's got some speed, and he's got the end zone on his side. Got it, touchdown! Oops, that was too quick! This is Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. Time now for your daily dose of Oregon athletics. Here's your host, Joey Mack. Hey, big hello to all of you. I'll be heading to the airport just after we get off the air. Not a big gambler, but I'm excited to go to Las Vegas again because I think the Ducks have a very, very good chance of winning this thing. Randy Anthony's going to be with me. He's back in the radio studio right now. It's not even Friday, and he's got the tunes going. It's tournament week, baby. It's tournament week. I love tournament week. 
You know, March Madness and the first couple days of the NCAA tournament are great and all. Like, don't get me wrong. Those days are awesome. Two of the most unproductive work days in America, by the way, are actually the most unproductive work day in America is the Friday of the NCAA tournament. And then the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is one of the most unproductive work days in America. And I will let you try and guess what the third one is. They are pretty much all sports-related. Because I, I count the Wednesday before Thanksgiving as kind of sports-related because you're usually watching sports or getting ready for the NFL. What is the third most unproductive work day in America? I'm going with – On the, a yearly basis. I'm going with the day after the Super Bowl. That is correct. Randy Anthony ding, back ding, in the ding, radio ding, ding. I don't have the ding, ding, ding Nailed ready. It. Sorry. Nailed it. Yeah, no, it is – it is, it is funny how all of these things are sports-related. We have a lot to get to today. Uh, Oregon lacrosse head coach Chelsea Gamble is going to join us live in studio coming up in just a little while. they got a home matchup with Arizona State coming up here as conference play is upon us. We also will talk a lot of men's basketball, the Ducks, getting ready for the Pac-12 tournament. 8.30 tomorrow against Washington State in the 6-versus-11 matchup. We have a 8 o'clock pregame show for you here on OSN. Myself and Jerry Allen will be with you live from the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. So we're going to hear from Dana Altman previewing the Pac-12 tournament, our conversation from our final coaches show of the year. Kelly Graves talked with Terry Johns as now the Ducks take the week off and await their seeding after a runner-up finish in the Pac-12 tournament in Las Vegas. Vegas themselves. Also yesterday we didn't get to talk spring football with Marcus Arroyo and the new defensive coordinator Andy Avalos. We will do that for you on a very busy show and also of note Civil War Baseball tonight. Todd Miles will have a 5.45 pregame show and a 6 o'clock first pitch up in Corvallis for Civil War round one as the Ducks have one final tune-up and this counts as a non-conference game before Washington comes to PK Park this weekend for the start of conference play for Oregon baseball. Since I will be on a flight Please, our friends at Alaska Airlines, have good in-flight Wi-Fi for me. Really would be nice to keep track of everything that Todd's talking about. Please, good in-flight Wi-Fi on our trip to Vegas. I'm Joey Mack. We'll take your Facebook comments and questions over the course of the show today. Without further ado, though, we got so many interviews, I want to get right to them. Dana Altman, this is our conversation from yesterday's final edition of The Coaches Show. You can't call it Tip-Off Tuesday if it airs on a Monday, so I went with Mallard Monday. I thought it went well, actually. Nobody told me that sucked. I feel pretty good about it. Dane Altman, my conversation with the Oregon men's basketball head coach. Final coaches show of the year, sitting down with Oregon basketball head coach Dane Altman. And coach, uh, coming off a very, very good weekend for your squad. You're riding a four-game winning streak. What went right over the last couple weeks? So what's kind of clicked for your team lately? Well, the first thing is defensively, we just, we've played much harder. Uh, we're connected a lot more. We're not making the same mistakes that we did uh, and I think that's given us a lot of confidence. Uh, you know, we played hard a lot of games defensively before, but without talking and a lot of mistakes, you know, and it, it really slowed our progress. And then, you know, when we made some mistakes and they got easy buckets, then our confidence, our energy level went down. But uh, we've played a lot uh, more confidence and a lot more communication. And, you know, we've really done a good job. You know, it started with Arizona State uh, holding them to – you know, 47, Arizona 40-some, and, and uh, you know, we, we held uh, Washington 47. So, you know, our guys defensively really been playing well. We out-rebounded Washington. That was a good sign. And uh, we didn't let Franks get going at Washington State. So uh, I really like our defensive effort. Our ball movement's been solid. You know, we didn't shoot the ball particularly well. We did against Washington State, but not Washington. But, again, when – if you can rely on defense rebounding and then hope you hit a few shots, uh, I think we can stay in most ball games. 
We've talked about how this team kind of needs that offensive rhythm to, to get going, and they're thinking about the offensive side. Do you feel like the last few weeks the guys have kind of bought, bought into the defense more and they've kind of taken a little more pride in that? Has that been part of what's clicked? Oh, absolutely. Our, our defensive efforts the second half when it's all on them have, have been much, much better. So uh, there's no doubt that they, you know, really have found, you know, some – you know, pride and confidence in their defense. I think that's helped us. And, you know, I, I want to get our offense, you know, just a little bit more fluid and, and uh, making plays for each other. But playing nine guys and, you know, four freshmen, we just, we just haven't found that rhythm. But it's late and we should have, but uh, we just haven't. So just got to keep pounding away and, and uh, you know, hope that uh, shots fall and we continue to play as hard on the boards and on the defense end, end as we have. I often hear coaches talk about peaking at the right time, and you want to be peaking toward the end of the season. You, you feel like this is the best ball that your team has played all year, and maybe you haven't peaked yet, but you're on your way to doing that? Well, I don't think we've peaked, I, you know, but we are the healthiest we've been. I, You know, um, and it, it Sounds like I'm making excuses, and I kind of am, but we don't have Lou the first nine games, and then we get Lou, and Bull goes out, and then Kenny goes out with the broken jaw, and we get Kenny back, and Paul sprains his ankle, and it's not the same for a while. And, you know, but finally, you know, this is the nine guys that, you know, we're, we're healthy, you know, so it, uh, you know, that helps. You know, we've had some better practices with, with guys that are all there. So, no, I, I think we're the healthiest we've been. We're playing more connected than we've been. Um, now we just got to hope luck's on our side and and uh, go play as hard as we can. You talked about a couple of the guys that were honored by the Pac-12 conference today: Lewis King on the All Freshman Team and Kenny Wooten on the All Defensive Team. Uh, what do you make of those guys getting those honors and how have they played? How can they keep getting better? Well, I you know uh, Lou's a talented freshman and. Uh, you know, had a good conference season. Kenny, you know, the block shots, you know, was what put him on the defensive team. And, you know, the way Peyton Pritchard's been playing lately, he should be on the all-defensive team. But it, that was kind of a late run. But uh, his activity defensively here the last, you know, that was one of the big reasons we made such a big jump. He's, he's played really good. And uh, uh, he was really good against Washington. Just uh, maybe the best game he's had all year. So, uh, no, it. Uh, Luke Rettenauer was there. I, I was teasing Peyton that you know he was showing off to Luke. But uh, no, I I'm happy for Lou. I'm happy for uh, Kenny. You know, and uh, you know, hopefully those guys will will keep working. The ironic thing is Peyton actually passed Luke Rittenauer on the career steals list while Ridd while Ridd was sitting over there watching. That, that that's kind of <laughs> I guess you can't script that any better, can you? I think he had five steals yeah. against Washington, which is great effort. You know, if you look at his last four five ball games, I think he's had like twenty five assists and fifteen steals. He's he's really put some numbers together. Pac twelve tournament schedule. Uh, what is the schedule? How are you going to treat this heading up to the Wednesday matchup against the Cougars? Uh, we'll we'll head up there Tuesday, um, you know, and, and I think we get some shots up in the building Tuesday night, and uh, then we don't play. We got to lay around all day Wednesday because we got that late game again. Uh, but you know, we're we're excited about playing, and uh, you know, Washington State. You know, we just got to keep them from scoring. You know, Franks and Ellerby can really score, and you let those guys get going. You know, if you make it a scoring match, uh, 
scoring contest, you're in trouble. So we just got to make sure we guard again and and uh, keep them out of the 70s. That seems to be a key. What are the pros and cons to playing a team in a tournament atmosphere after you just played them a week ago on, on the day of the game? Are there pros and cons to that? Oh, I don't know. Uh, you just go play. It's it's tournament time, and you know you just got to go play it. Uh, guys should remember a little bit of the scouting report and should be ready to go. But uh, you know whatever advantage we have, they have the same advantage. They just played us, so uh, just have to play hard and you know know that they're going to change defenses on us. They run you know a zone, a one-three-one zone, a, a man-to-man. So we're going to face a lot of different defenses. So. We'll have to get ready for that, and then we got to guard. You know, they, like I said, they can really score, and when they get in the 70s, they've been pretty successful. So we got to work really hard to to keep them down. How about some of the overall keys in the postseason? No team, and since the tournament's been in Las Vegas, has won more games in Las Vegas in the tournament than Oregon. I mean, what are some of the keys to being successful in the postseason? Well, you got to have good players. You got to have a good team. Uh, you know, uh, that's important. But no, I. Uh, just really think that you got to go in there with that mentality that you know we're here and we've got to take you know Wednesday night as a single game and if we're fortunate enough to win that then all the energy goes into Thursday night and um, you know hopefully you know the guys get ready to play and you know we've we've had good fan support you know and the energy level's been good but you know i think a big part of it you know Dylan Brooks won a lot of games Jordan Bell and that group they they really enjoyed you know the competitive juices when all the 12 schools are there and you see all the other teams you know competitors really get up for that uh, that tournament atmosphere when you see other teams and start thinking about your pecking order in that group uh, and you know for a while there were you know those guys were so competitive and uh, I think that really got him going well, thanks for always spending the time with us on the Coach's Show and look forward to a few late nights out there in Vegas. I'll bring the coffee, Coach. Thanks. All righty. Thanks. Yeah, our friends at Dutch Bros, we're going to need you out in Las Vegas. Thanks, guys. The exclusive coffee provider of the University of Oregon Ducks. Come to Vegas with us, Dutch Bros. Come on. We're going to need some coffee for these 8.30 tips. Oregon will have the 8.30, the final game of the day, the 8.30 tip-off in all three games if they get that far. And then it would be 7.30 in the championship coming up on Saturday. Oregon and Washington State. 8.30, but it's actually an official 8.41 tip. For those of you that want to know these things, it's officially an 8.41 tip-off, assuming everything goes according to plan with the game in front of Oregon between Stanford and UCLA. It won't. Just letting you know. It's it's not going to go according to plan. These things never work like that in the tournament. <laughs> Men's basketball game preview brought to you by Willamette Valley Cancer Institute and Research Center. Fight like a duck with cancer care you can count on. Coming up next, we're going to hear from Kelly Graves, our Women in Flight update of the week brought to you by the Duck Store. That's next. Continuing to talk hoops here on Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Hurry into your local Toyota dealer during Toyota's Ready, Set, Go event. Going on now through April 1st and save big on all your favorite Toyota models. Visit Toyota.com for more information. Toyota, let's go places. When you've got your sights set on a goal, whether it's planting roots, planning your future, or going for the big win, you do what it takes to make it happen. And On Point Community Credit Union can help. We support our community with local banking and lending that unlocks opportunities. Because just like our Oregon Ducks, we play as a team and we win as one too. On Point is a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. 
Join in at onpointcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal opportunity lender. Hurry into your local Toyota dealer during Toyota's Ready, Set, Go event. Going on now through April 1st and save big on all your favorite Toyota models. Visit toyota.com for more information. Toyota, let's go places. This is the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. I get it. Your desk has been there for you. Holding up your computer, your unused stapler, and that plant you forgot to water. But maybe it's time to leave your desk and spend your lunch break volunteering with Meals on Wheels. Doing Meals on Wheels for me is the joy that I look for at the end of my week. I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and... His camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve. By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. back on Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Kelly Graves yesterday sat down with Terry Johns as part of our final coaches show brought to you by The Cooler, which you can find via our podcast channel as well. Just search for Oregon Sports Network, and you heard a little tease of it there. Terry Johns talked with Kelly Graves for the final coaches show, and this is our Women in Flight update of the week. Update of the week brought to you by The Duck Store, proud supporter of Women in Flight. Kelly Graves talking with Terry Johns, all things Oregon women's basketball from The Coaches Show. Pac-12 tournament uh, just ended, but didn't end the way you wanted to, but still you, you were able to grind out a couple of wins and uh, trying to grind out a third one and, and get that back-to-back with the, the regular season title and the tournament title. But uh, uh, well played, tired team, you get a week off. But uh, all in all, uh, you, you're still fine, aren't you? Well, yeah, we're certainly disappointed, Terry. I mean, that was a tough way to finish. You know, we just didn't play our best in that uh, in that last game, and that's the part that stings. You know, if you play a good game and you just get beat by – by the way, another really good team. I mean, Stanford's legit. I, I, I read some places where, you know, they're calling it an upset. Well, okay, we were ranked sixth and seventh, yeah. you know, and we're out playing on a neutral floor. I guess the fact we'd kind of handled them the first game makes it seem that way. But, you know, I'm, I'm still happy. I mean, we got to the to the final. We, we won a couple of really tough games. And, um you know, we're, even though we're disappointed to not get the double, you want to back up the regular season championship with the tournament championship. But, you know, you and I have talked. I, I value that regular season championship a lot more because I think that says more about your team. Um, but we've got to figure out a way here in the next couple of weeks to, A, get healthy, and, B, get right. Get right in terms of, you know, getting back to what we do best. I, I thought we struggled with that all weekend. 
the first couple of games, oh, Arizona and, and then UCLA, the overtime game. I mean, those were battles, too. I thought the Ducks really had to kind of – you kind of had to expend a lot of energy, I thought, in the first two games. Maybe even a little more than Stanford ended up having to with Oregon mm-hmm. State getting upset. And, and a little bit of difference there. No excuses, but a little bit of difference there. No excuses, but you're right. There are differences in that, that you know, and the depth comes into play. So we, we don't have as many healthy bodies. And then those that – you know, a lot of those kids that we do have that, that – log a lot of minutes for us just weren't 100 percent and so three games in three days against better competition with each round i think you know that that tests everything you you have um but now that goes away because now you're playing in the ncaa tournament where you know you've got the day in between you only have the two games in one week and then the games themselves are different because it's on you know t uh, national network tv the timeouts are about a minute longer than normal and you don't think that makes a big deal a difference but it does and so you know we 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 kind of weathered through this we we got through it unfortunately we didn't win it but i think it will pay dividends now in the ncaa tournament because we're we're battle tested no question and certainly not having taylor chavez the last couple of weeks it has had an effect and it also had an effect in a positive way on yeah. morgan yeager who stepped in against ucla and hit three threes so but still you want to get you would like to get taylor chavez back we would, and I think we will. Um, you know, we're holding out hope that she gets back by the NCA. You know, first round of the NCA. Uh, we're confident that we'll get her back by the regional round if we can make it that far. So, you know, that might be a nice infusion of you know goodwill and, and enthusiasm when she does get back. She makes a huge difference for us. But you said, it, Morgan. You know, she she stepped in and played admirably, and um, you know, and it's nice to know we're going to be able to count on her. Now this week, you get to take a week off, try and rest up, as you, you mentioned earlier. Uh, how important is that? I mean, the legs are tired. Everybody's legs are tired. Every team, not just the Ducks either, but to, it's kind of nice to have this break, isn't it? It is. And and you're right. You know, you know that. I, I don't want to use the, our health as an excuse because at this point in the year, everybody's bench shortens, so to speak. Their rotations go to seven or eight, you know, so it's not like we're any different than anybody else. Uh, but we've had to do it all year where they've had chances to, to rest kids through the season. So, um, yeah, it, it's an important week, I think, mentally as well. You know, it's a long grind. I mean, you go straight from a, a nine-week uh, Pac-12 season, which, and let's face it, every week is a challenge, uh, straight to a three-game conference tournament. Um, you know, they're mentally exhausted, too. So the fact that we just, you know, they can sleep in if they don't have an early class. They don't have to worry about going to practice you know we we did ask them to make sure they lift a couple of times during the week and our and work with our strength coach but on their own time and without any coach's supervision and then just get in and shoot that they need to do but most of them like to do that anyway so that you know that's kind of a nice diversion through the day but yes this week off will will uh, i think do really well and i've done this for years right. for years and our teams always play well in the ncaa tournament so i don't think it affects it at all all right, now that we're away from Las Vegas, first year in Las Vegas after uh, the key arena being renovated up in Seattle and another year uh, scheduled coming up next year, moving over to Mandalay Bay. But uh, I, I thought it was fabulous first year for the Pac-12 tournament in Vegas for the women. 
I would give it an A. I thought it was great. I thought the attendance was great. I thought the, the tournament was well run. I liked the venue. was nice. And I think being in Las Vegas is something special and unique. So, uh, you know, hopefully our fans, you know, we can get them trained, so to speak, you know, with quotations and air quotations to, to get there and have fun. I think they would enjoy Vegas. Hey, how about the duck crowd, though? I mean, we, we brought by far the most fans yes. there, and they were loud, and, and, uh, and they really helped us. And I, I think that's, that's neat. That's really a special experience for our kids. So hopefully we stay down there. And, uh, but after next year, I think they're going to put it up for bid or something, Terry, and then we'll see. But uh, uh, I thought the first year, fantastic. All right, uh, the coaches, I know I caught you here before you got to catch a plane, but uh, break for the team, break for the players, but not a break for the coaches. Uh, so you, yeah. you guys are busy this week. Yeah, Chavi's already in Europe. <laughs> He'll be there all week visiting uh, with recruits and their families. This is what we call a contact period. So we're allowed to go out and make some home visits with uh, with juniors. Um, and I've already done a couple last week, and I'm, I'm booked this week. So is Mark. And, uh, and then, like I said, Chavi. So it never ends for us. And, and this week off is actually good for that. I remember last year, Terry, remember I went from, to Kansas uh, yes. the night right after the championship game to Kansas, to L.A., and then to Australia and, and back for the whole week. My, my, uh, I'm not, it's not that daunting this time around, but it is five states in five days. So, um, but, you know, recruiting is the life blood you know it's as much as uh, coaches like to think it's about the coaching and, and fans like to make it about the coaching it's about the players you got to have good players and when I have better players than the other team we usually win yeah <laughs> and amazing you're a better coach then too aren't you right. <laughs> okay well what to ask you finally we'll end it here speaking of one you're going to have to replace uh, this is our final show and, and I'm going to talk to her in a few minutes is uh, Maite Cazorla who's a fabulous player and yeah. probably even a better person too she's just one of those people isn't she uh, she certainly is, and I know you're going to interview and talk to her, so I think people will get a good sense for how special she is as a person. You know, um, she's meant a lot to the program. Let's face it, she took a chance on us when we had nothing really to sell, and, and she had other really good options, but came over here as a, a young woman from, um, you know, the Canary Islands, Spain, didn't speak a lot of English, really struggled with it. We had to th- we threw her right into the fire. Remember, she started uh, every game since she's been here and um, you know and really led the team and and been a great example of uh, you know how to be a kind of a professional student athlete you know she does it the right way she's uh, very low maintenance she's a good leader she's obviously a very talented player and I think she's got a chance to make a WNBA team because she can play both ends of the floor she's really good in pick and roll action she's got the size she's got the kind of the pedigree the makeup for it Um, but um, but equally as nice a person you know and just genuine teammate uh, very happy you know she's got that big smile and and um, just a very good natured person I, I'm, I'm really excited for her it's going to be neat to follow her career and we're going to get to see it because Spain is is on the Nash, or the international forefront of women's basketball she's going to be an Olympian I could see her maybe making the 2020 team but probably the 2024, 20, 28 and 32 she's going to be that mainstay in their uh, uh, in in their national program, and we're going to get her see her in the Olympics for for a few uh, go rounds. So that's really cool. I'm I'm happy for her, and uh, she's going to get a degree.
degree in psychology. Yep. So, I mean, how cool is that? You know, for a young lady who got here, could barely speak the language, and now she's going to leave a psychology major and a, and a pro. So happy for her. Well, that's a great way to end, end the final show here for you. So have a good trip. Go get some good new players, and uh, we'll be talking to you coming up here in a couple weeks. All right. Thanks, Terry. Kelly Graves and the coaches for women's basketball hitting the road recruiting as the Ducks do have the week off awaiting selection Monday coming up in six days. That's your Women in Flight update of the week brought to you by the Duck Store, proud supporter of Women in Flight. The Duck Store swagging out the mannequin. Richard over here to my left with his uh, B Oregon shirt. They do have more B Oregon shirts down at the Duck Store. And thanks to today's video director, Scott Phillips, he, he's made Richard into a stormtrooper. No, I take that back. Clone trooper. No, clone trooper. It's got the blue. Stormtrooper, you sure? Oh, okay. All right, just making sure. Excuse us while we uh, nerd out. We're going to come back and talk with Marcus Arroyo. The Oregon offensive coordinator spoke to the media after the second day of spring ball yesterday. We didn't have time for it on the show yesterday. We do have time for it for you today. And Chelsea Gamble, head coach Oregon lacrosse, is going to join us coming up in just a little while as well. Stick with us. It's a jam-packed Duck Insider here on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. At Shadow Hills Country Club, it starts with the golf and turns into a lifetime of memories. Shadow Hills Country Club provides a peaceful, natural setting with a standard of excellence and course conditions in any weather that is unsurpassed in the entire Willamette Valley. With a championship course, an expansive practice facility and clubhouse, fine dining and a swimming pool, Shadow Hills Country Club offers the amenities of a family resort just minutes from downtown Eugene. Shadow Hills Country Club. Call us today. I fight like a duck with clinical trials, so our patients have access to the newest cancer medicines, like immunotherapy. I fight like a duck with the latest surgical procedures so that my patients with gynecologic cancers can have the most precise care with the least invasive technologies. As a patient, I fight like a duck to beat prostate cancer with advanced radiation techniques like space oil, and WVCI is the only one in the area that offers it. Fight like a duck with Willamette Valley Cancer Institute and Research Center. Duck Insider, your home for the latest news on Oregon athletics. This is the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Guide Dog Partners bring greater freedom, confidence, and mobility. They are trusted friends that offer new opportunities for social interaction and greater independence. Guide Dogs of America is a nonprofit organization that provides these loyal and loving dogs free of charge to people who are blind or visually impaired. To learn more about Guide Dogs of America, visit our website at guidedogsofamerica.org or call us at 800-459-4843. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy. Or you, your best man, your worst man. You, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Back on Duck Insider, presented by Point Community Credit Union, getting ready to head to Las Vegas. The Ducks and the Cougars tomorrow night for men's basketball in the Pac-12 tournament. 8.30 is when the game will get rolling, actually officially an 8.41 tip-off. 8, 8 o'clock, I almost said 8 a.m., but 8 o'clock 
show, pregame show, that is, on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. I didn't get the music gist on that one. Uh, just to get Tarzola. That's all. Okay, all right. Just it's just tournament time. Randy's fired up. Just had to get some tunage in there. Chelsea Gamble, head coach Oregon Lacrosse, going to join us in a little while. Also, offensive coordinator Marcus Arroyo. He talked to the media yesterday as spring practice is underway for the Ducks. Day three is coming up tomorrow. Oregon will don shells for day three. The Quack Minute with Rob Mosley and his practice report on GoDucks.com. I won't be with Rob for for Quack Minute number two. So, Rob, Godspeed to you, sir. Marcus Royal, the Oregon offensive coordinator, met with the media talking about where the Ducks are, what they want to accomplish in this first section of spring football. Offensive coordinator Marcus Arroyo. And when you kind of self-scout, self-evaluate last, do you go back over every game, every play? What do you do just in kind of the offseason to review what you did and, and carry it forward? Yeah, uh, self-scout, or as off-season goes forward, as we usually utilize the cut-ups, um, there's a number of things that obviously you go through. Um, evaluate in every game, every play. Um, we use a, a, a good analytic system that puts together our what we call our binder, which is um, our binder of our self-scout and everything that we want to study. We've got a, a pretty comprehensive and, I think, dialed-in approach to kind of looking at that and how we can evaluate ourselves. And, and uh, that's always the best part about off-season for us is we get to go back and, after one year, utilize our cut-ups that we've got and uh, go back and find out exactly where things are and, and, and what we like and what kind of approach we want to take. And then and then you, the next part of offseason, you usually study kind of what's out there, what are the trends, what little things you could do to maybe make you better um, individually, maybe half unit, core unit, run game, pass game that you like. And so that's kind of the offside we spent the offseason. Right now the offseason was spent, we had a few coaches on our side we had to hire and stuff, so we've got Coach Bo here and, and some new uh, analysts and student assistants, so that was the other part about it too is retraining. You file those cutoffs away in terms of like, all right, this worked on third and short, this worked on first down and kind of go back, or this didn't work and try to say, hey, because yeah. we have some of the same personnel back, maybe we try. Yeah. This and this we really like. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it is it's really really thorough. I mean, you could get it's ultra advanced in regards to how much you can get back, but it's how you utilize the data, you know. So we we segregate into like you know first down. What was effective on first down and certain personnels and certain parts of the game? We affect you know how with the certain parts of the game affected. How was this concept affected? How was the ball you know to this receiver and this concept? And then basically. You know, just like anything else, it's just like a major business. It's like, you know, if that's not working, you know, wh- where do you find out where your hay's made, you know? And we get 356 days to look back at what we did for a year and go, okay, we were pretty good at that, and that was smart. This this is something, and, and I think as coaches, sometimes we get hung on things we really like, no different than any other human. You like this certain thing, but why do you like it, right? If it wasn't very good, then scrap it. Let's find. Let's go back and get another rep of this. And I think that's the that's the one thing that you evolve in coaching that you can kind of get smarter as you as you get older, get wiser is, do less, you know, and uh, get better at kind of what you're doing. What are the kind of check marks for this first block of spring practice that you want to get done with the offense? Uh, well, the first block, obviously the five kind of five practices before you get spring break, and then we kind of have this break. Um, number one was get the get the new guys, staff and new guys kind of acclimated and, and truly give yourself an evaluation. A lot of times what you can do, and I made the mistake early in my career, was you try to give those guys too much early, and you don't really get to see them because you're, they're thinking so much. So we've done a good job in past years, and now moving forward to now is, is, is making sure that they can comprehend enough so we get an eval on guys early, let alone get some staff guys caught up and uh, really work on core stuff early. You know, we don't – the first two practices are non-padded. Then you get shells. You're in three. You get four. And five, they're out of here. You know, five, you're done. And it's, it's, it's only second day in pads. So, and it's a back-to-back practice. So, usually, you kind of wind it down. But it's, it's really core stuff early on, you know, and, and really teach guys how to practice. What have you been impressions of Millen since he got here? I mean, obviously, you knew him from the recruiting process. Yeah. How has that advanced, though, since he got here? Uh, you know, it, it's been awesome. The biggest advance with those guys to make, a lot like Tyler, isn't maybe on the football field the first two days. It's what they've done since they've been here when they got here. And it's in the weight room. They've, their bodies are starting to change. They're getting stronger. 
um, at the end of the day, he's just getting ready. He should be ready, getting ready for prom, right? And so you're going to see in the first practice where I mean, I already know I'm expecting the ball to go like it did yesterday, get tailed out of there a little bit and kind of be anxious. And uh, that's part of it. It's the same thing Tyler went through last year. And, and these mid-year guys, you really got to make sure that they're just – you're coaching every play. You can't jump those guys too early, and you got to kind of bear with them. He's been a little bit dinged up too, a little ding in his foot, so he's kind of coming along. Um, but he'll be just fine. You know, the things I've learned right away without having the field stuff is that he's smart. You know, he's really smart. He's, he's a junkie. He's in the, he's in the office all the time. He takes really good notes. Uh, football is really important to him, and I think that that's what you want, you know, right on. Would you guys have the guys who are going to be joining for that second block, like um, Pittman and, and what else? Like, what are they supposed to be doing now before they get here? Right. That's the, you know, the beauty of technology now is we can kind of push some stuff to those guys that they're already signed and already ready to roll. We can push some stuff, playbook stuff to them, and through iPads and technology, they can actually watch our practices. And so they're actually got an install they've got for one and two already. They can jump on. They have an access to our to our practice, and they can watch it. So I think that's a really cool thing that we can push some of those guys and get them kind of going. And those guys, if you've got the right guys coming, like Pittman use example, we know is a football junkie. I mean, that kid's watching that stuff all night, which is really cool. You know, it's he's texting us today, hey, what happened on this concept? And you're like, man, you're not even here. You know, you're in Calabasas right now. And uh, that's a really cool thing. Same with Herbert and things like that. Guys are going to be here. So I think they, they're going to inclimate it a lot faster now. It won't be anything like jumping on the field right away. But um, those guys are getting as much stuff as we can give them. What's the dynamic with you and Justin at this point? I mean, you guys have worked together for within the scope of college football a relatively long time. Just what's the working relationship like now? Yeah, no, we, we, we uh, I think each year we've taken a little bit different of approach. Um, no different than when you start working with someone uh, for, for a long time. I think that the key for us is we're really comfortable on each other, but you can't get too comfortable. It's still having a, 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 um, I think my approach for him the senior year is to make sure, number one, I'm making this an experience the best it can for him because you only get this shot being this age at this place one time in Power 5 football as a senior, and, and it's got to be fun, and it's got to be something that he can get a lot out of, and I think uh, that's important to me, making sure that every day for him he feels like, man, I'm, I'm excited to be here, and then pushing him to an extent to where, and, and he's got a lot of things that he's done a really nice job with, but where's one or two things I can really find and go, hey, man, let's this one practice, we're going to work on this. You know, We worked on one, one footwork thing today that we've been doing for two years, and I'm like, here's something and it goes back to what he asked earlier on film it was good but it wasn't perfect right it was like we're going to change this up just a little bit and I did a, I'm going to do a better job coaching this part here I, maybe I said this a different way and so I, we've done a good job I think the thing you get naturally at that at that level right now with me and him is it's almost like he'll come up he'll come back with a question knowing what I'm going to ask you know it's kind of like you start being able to read each other a little bit better hey I know what you're going to say I got it and you're like all right you got it you know, or hey, can I try this and you're like that's a good idea you know I think just experience you can't expl- you can't replace that you know only two practices, but wide receivers, the guys who are returning, you yeah. see any improvement, anything that's uh, at your attention, and then some of the new guys. Yeah. Think? Yeah, the receiver's done a nice job. I think Coach Bell's been an awesome addition for us. Um, you know, he does a really good job with the room and getting the room detailed. We moved a couple guys in different areas, losing Dylan in a position, but um, the experienced guys have come back with, a new, with, with an advanced demeanor, which is what you want to see. You know, Red and Schooler and Johnny with a lot of reps have really come back, and you can see that where maybe it was, you know, a little bit of a, null, a lull here, no longer there. It's it's full speed, and they're they're taking things really personal, and they're making things real deliberate. The young guys, Delgados and Brian Addison stepping in, and things like that. That's where you're kind of like really watching to see how they advance, and I think that we've been excited there. Brian Addison's had a couple of good days of practice. Um, Delgado is a brand new kid, you know, a, a freshman who's again still should also be in high school, has come in and done a really nice job. Um, the list goes on, you know, of guys that have JJ Tucker's in there right now. 
right now. Crocker's gotten out with a little ding. Um, those guys have started to jump in there right away. And, and I think because the older guys have, have stepped it up, the younger guys are like, okay, here we go. And that's what you want to see. You know, you start shrinking that gap between the most committed and the least committed or most experienced and least experienced, and you start to get guys that start push for the top. And it's exciting to see it even after just two days. You said you discard some stuff. How much do you have? I and mean, how much would you want to add in in a, in a second year for you in terms of different look? I mean, you have your quarterback back. You say you said look back on last year, stuff that didn't work goes out. Do you bring in? A lot of new stuff, or do you want to just kind of yeah, take I mean, the things that worked? And- yeah, you take things that work, and then you just kind of see what what can you do, what can you what can you work through. I think there's a couple different schemes that we like that I think fit us the, with what we're going to do, and with Justin experience and a little more experience outside, you know, without giving it away. But yeah, there's a couple of things you add wrinkles to, or maybe. We only did maybe it was a B-list type of thing, you know, or secondary type of thing, and it it was really it was really good, you know, the the, the efficiency and that wherever you looked at was really good. You're like, man, we did it five times. Let's do this 15 times instead of five, you know. Like that was a really good play. It had you ran it 10 times and there was five explosive plays. You're like, well, let's wrap it up and bump this down, you know. The other one was just something we we're banging our head against. But I think that's us going through with a fine tooth comb and, and trying to be better. You guys do you have a new coach, coach on your staff, like the new wide receivers coach. Yeah. Do, do you go through and like watch all his film? Like, how do you guys get on the same page? You know, for when you guys are coming into practice. Well, first part's the interview. You know, we that's an extensive full day deal where you're watching. And but prior to even hiring, you we watch all of Utah State stuff. We watched their game. We already already watched them versus Michigan State. They played them early in the season. Saw that a little bit. You call everyone you know. It's a small circle of coaches, and then you just bring in. You just go. You know, and you talk ball. And then and if you can. I think the question you're asking really is like, is there something I can yell at? Hey, this was your whatchamacallit. I don't not advance enough to know the system, but maybe I'm like, remember that one? Remember what we talked about when you guys called it that? That could help, and, and we do that, yeah, for sure. If you can, that's really nice, you know. Um, but that's I think part of the interview is the fact you can feel like in an interview, hey, he's gonna pick up. You guys translate communication well, you know. You guys pick things up fast. You guys can communicate. Oh, he gets this, okay. And so that's kind of the flow of, of how you feel a guy can fit in. Marcus Arroyo with a lot of information there. The Oregon offensive coordinator as spring ball is officially underway. We're switching gears. Oregon lacrosse head coach Chelsea Gamble, our neighbor down the hall, by the way, is going to join us here coming up next. Stick with us. Duck Insider here on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. When you've got your sights set on a goal, whether it's planting roots, planning your future, or going for the big win, you do what it takes to make it happen. And On Point Community Credit Union can help. We support our community with local banking and lending that unlocks opportunities. Because just like our Oregon Ducks, we play as a team and we win as one too. On Point is a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Join in at onpointcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal opportunity lender. At Shadow Hills Country Club, it starts with the golf and turns into a lifetime of memories. Shadow Hills Country Club provides a peaceful, natural setting with a standard of excellence and course conditions in any weather that is unsurpassed in the entire Willamette Valley. With a championship course, an expansive practice facility and clubhouse, fine dining and a swimming pool, Shadow Hills Country Club offers the amenities of a family resort just minutes from downtown Eugene. Shadow Hills Country Club. Call us today. This is Duck Insider. Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Whoa, long time no see. It's me, the rock t-shirt in the back of your closet. Dude, 
dude, remember? You crowd surfed in me, man. But you haven't warned me in like forever. I get it, you're retired. But I still got some rock left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba. Please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Sounds good, honey. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Back on Insider here, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. It's the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Joey Mack here, and it is my pleasure for the first time in a while, actually, to welcome Chelsea Gamble to the studio. She is our neighbor, and she was so kind, I have to tell you this story, that when she opened the door when we were in the Marcus Arroyo interview, and she, she came in quietly, calmly, you might be the first person that ever came into this studio quietly and calmly. And, and I, can you hear me when I'm doing the show in your office? Am no. I that loud? No, I can't hear anything. Okay. Me. I wonder if Chris can, the assistant soccer coach. She's like right across the hall from us, just so everybody knows. Coach Gamble's at least a few doors down. Mm-hmm. So you can't hear anything? No. Okay. We're pretty loud ourselves, so I, I would imagine that See, plays a, a role. You all, you guys always say that, but you're, I feel like you guys aren't abnormally loud. Really? No. I think everyone always says that just based on other uh, maybe other suites. Well, um, I, I think our wing in general is is a little bit loud. Like yeah. Coach Graves, you know, Coach Coach, he, he's got a good voice to it. Yeah. Then you guys, soccer. I don't know. I think I I, I still say you guys came into the fun wing when you guys yeah, got the job. Yeah, for jobs. sure. We definitely did. All right. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, the season so far. I know a little bit of a, a tough stretch right now, but nice to be back at home. I'd imagine this weekend, right? Yeah, really nice to be back home. I think the. The girls are ready to just take a, a breather and, and reset a little bit um, going into the next part of our Pac-12 season. So it's good to be good to be back and, and welcome some teams here. Yeah, um, it gives us a little bit more pride, I think, when we're back home. How did Snowpocalypse 2019 affect you guys? Uh, well, being an outdoor sport, it was a lot of uh, <laughs> figuring things out. Um, and I'm from the East Coast, so I was like, "Oh, it's just snow. You know, it's not bad." Right. Assuming that the you know the roads had already been salted, uh-huh. assuming that the plows were moving. Um, <laughs> the one plow. <laughs> yeah, which I found out maybe halfway through that Monday. Um, so we didn't have practice for about two days uh, because we couldn't get the girls to even the indoor facility. Um, So it was, it was an adventure. I think it was really fun. I mean, we have a lot of girls on our team that have never seen snow. So the freshmen actually woke up at like 7am when it was snowing and went over to the seniors houses and 7am early for them. Yes. Very early. It was a school day. So they knew school was canceled. So they were already up kind of checking (laughs) to see that school was canceled. But like one of our freshmen from Florida never Mm -hmm. saw snow. Um, A couple of our Texans were like raving about seeing the snow and they kind of had 
had a snowball fight and you know Good. i was i was a little at first being like okay were we too sedentary like we got a game coming up this weekend but the captains called me and they're like no they've all been out you know sledding or throwing snow around so that's good yeah, yeah. well the one thing that it of course did affect is coach gamble was going to be on with us a couple weeks ago during snowpocalypse 2019 and we weren't able to do it because you know the, the university was closed we couldn't get into our building mm-hmm. but anyway now we have a chance to chat with you with that in mind I wanted to talk to you about your Chalk Talk, because originally we were going to have you on right before the Chalk Talk was going to take place. Tell me about why you decided to do that, and walk fans through a little bit, if you could, come to kind of the highlights of of Chalk Talk with Coach Gamble, where you you went through and and showed people how to watch lacrosse, I I guess properly might be the right phrase. Yeah, um, I think a big part of our sport is that it is a newer sport, um, and it's newer across the globe, actually. We're still working on getting in the Olympics, but the, the fun part about a new sport is that it has so many pieces of other sports um so i wanted to really explain the difference between you know what what our rules look like and how they kind of emerge between soccer basketball Hmm. and ice hockey Um, but then i also wanted to explain what the lines looked like on the field and and what the calls were because a lot of times the the whistle blows and everyone's like well what was that what was that foul and a lot of the fouls are very excuse me, very similar to other sports. Um, So it was fun. It was fun to talk about it. I actually had a mom sit in on it, and she was like, my daughter's a junior, but I don't really know the rules. Um, Interesting. So she sat in on it and was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, So we talked a lot about strategy. We also talked about um, why we don't wear helmets and things like that. Why don't you wear helmets? I've heard heard this argument (laughs) from from lacrosse coaches in the past. So why don't you wear helmets? And if you need a drink of water, we've got some in the fridge. (laughs) Um, I might might in a minute. Um, We don't wear helmets because, I mean, traditionally the sport is, it's an Indian sport, Mm -hmm. um, a Native American sport. um, And and really it was like a a ball and stick sport. It wasn't a contact sport. It's become much more contact. Mm. um, I think as the athletes have become more physical um, and and quite honestly more athletic. Um, But we really don't suffer as many concussions as I feel everyone assumes we do. Um, We have more bruising. We have more ACLs. We have more ankle Mm -hmm. injuries um, because you're not really getting hit with the stick that much in the head. You can get hit with the ball in the head. Yeah. Um, but the the most contact that you have is with the ground um, mm-hmm. because of whiplash, um, and that's unfortunate, and that's kind of where we've seen the, the refs kind of talk us through why they're adjusting some of their calls based on cross-checks and, and kind of the physicality. Um, but I think it would make us more like the men, and I think we've taken a lot of pride in, in being a different and diverse sport in that way. Um, and I, I honestly think it would take away from the you know youth and the, you know, the young ones not wanting to wear helmets and – Really, it's a fun sport to run around and kind of be free because it's such a fast-paced game. I've heard the comparison to rugby in the past where Mm. it's similar. Like, you don't see a lot of concussions in rugby, though it's such a physical sport, but it's just not that sort of a of an event i guess is that is that kind of a fair comparison yeah actually it's funny you say that our sports scientists both um jay stellini and then our um new new staff member ben they're both from australia and they both mm-hmm. grew up with rugby and they've been super integral in helping our our staff with the sports science side but they've come to games and been like whoa this is worse than rugby <laughs> because you're actually getting hit with something like a stick right. like a metal shaft um so it is comparable in that way i think the scrums the way they like play the ball um is similar to what we're, we face but at don't know that you're you know physically handling of a human body with your hands it's more like 
you know, a stick in your hand. So right. whichever, you know, whatever your, your cross is, um, everyone has that. Uh, but it is, it's definitely a physical sport. I actually played in practice last week to prepare our team for some of the the scouting of Cal and Stanford, and I still have like bruises all up and down my arms and my <laughs> and my hip bones. Um, but I'm happy that our girls were like, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it to you, Coach." So she's Chelsea Gamble, head coach, Oregon Lacrosse, coming up on a couple home matches that we'll tell you about with the schedule in a moment. You said something that piqued my interest a little while ago, and trying to get lacrosse as an Olympic sport. Mm-hmm. What's the process like for that, and and maybe what? what how, how big of a deal would that be for the sport? Do you guys feel like it would really just kind of help the growth and visibility? Yeah, I think it would be huge. Um, right now, you know, there's this excitement because we just added some professional leagues to right. across. Um, but this past year we played in the World Cup, um, and then we also went to the World Games, and that was in front of the Olympic Committee um, oh. as a push to really create visibility for what this game looks like and, and really ask a lot of questions about how – how could we change it in order to make it an Olympic sport? Um, so right now we're just in the Pan Ams um, and and hoping to probably I think there was there was some controversy and conversation about like 2028, um, but I think it would just give that extra element of you know when when kids are young and they're looking to pick a sport and they have aspirations to be an Olympian um, to be able to do it and for our, our athletes to be able to play post college you know right now the professional league is so new that you're paying your own way right um, but the ability to kind of you know be an olympian i think it would take you know more soccer athletes in a different direction towards lacrosse um, rather than you know just making it so you know single focused and just swimming and soccer you know basketball um even softball so that's yeah, always interesting with with the olympics and how the sports kind of come and go and then come back and I, it, it really is a roller coaster like i know with softball and, and baseball you talk yep. about that it's yeah. kind of been the up and down and it I just, I just always think about when I was a kid, just how much how much watching the Olympics meant to me and how much it influenced. When I was a kid, baseball was in the Olympics. You yeah. know, like that yeah. was a big reason why. Chelsea Gamble, we're here with us. I got to ask you a little bit about Arizona State coming up Friday, five o'clock. You can head out to Pat Bay Field for the Ducks. Supposed to be beautiful weather, yeah. by the way, yeah. which is nice. Very nice. I'd imagine yeah. uh, a little bit of a scouting report on Arizona State, if you could, uh, and keys for you guys to to get a win here. Yeah, so they're in their second year um, as a as a program. Um, last year they had about sixteen to eighteen freshmen. Um, so now having had some experience of their underclassmen, and as well as having a, a big transfer. Um, in their first year, you know, they have some talent, they have some athletes. I think they're really hungry. Um, and we're, you know, excited to kind of use the experience we had against Cal and Stanford to now compete at that higher level. Um, but I do think, you know, number 22, Carrie Clayton is, is a factor that we're gonna have to shut down. Um, she's a dynamic Dodger for them. Um, and then, you know, on the defense, they're pretty gritty. Um, they have a couple girls that, that previously have played soccer and they're just fast coming out of the backfield. So I'm excited to see our, our ride in action. Um, but really, you know, right now this week we're just kind of going back to the fundamentals and focusing on Oregon lacrosse. Uh, I think we get caught up in, in scouting and the Pac-12. You play everybody twice, so it's even right. more of that hype and excitement. Um, but I think we've gotten away from, like, what we're good at. Um, so getting back to the basics of the grittiness and, you know, giving our team the opportunity to get a possession to come away with some, some good, really, goals coming down the stretch. Um, where we've been where we've been lacking a little bit. I should have asked you this earlier. On Sunday, you went back to the old stomping grounds to play Stanford. I did, yes. What what was that like just as an individual as a coach going back? Um it was very interesting. It was super emotional, I think for both you know, myself and my assistant, Anna, who um, is an alum, um, as well as the Stanford team. I, I 
you know, I really wasn't expecting there to be sure. so much in-game uh, drama, I would say. Um, <laughs> the venue actually changed for the field because of the weather, and that made things a little bit of like, a, okay, so we're going back to the, you know, practice field, which for me was, you know, a little a little bit of a, a nuance. Um, but I think my team was awesome. They ra really rallied around, you know, me being back and, and wanting to just, like, prove to them that, you know, I'm, I'm here to stay. Um, they'd have written things on the whiteboards and things in the locker room being like, you know, we got we got Chelsea and you're not getting her back, um, which <laughs> was funny to, funny to see. Um, but, you know, we talked about the elephant in the room earlier in the week. I've been like, yeah, we're going back. But, you know, it's it's something that we're going back with a vengeance and we want to, you know, show some pride in that. So. Before I let you go, I know you're so laser focused on the season, but you guys did just announce your summer lacrosse camp coming up. We did. But yes, we did. Some details for folks that are tuning in. Um, yeah. So we have a summer lacrosse camp um, and open to girls 8 to 12th grade. Um, great opportunity to come and learn the game. Um, typically coached by ourself, myself as well as our staff as well as any other local um, coaches that we invite in and our players. Um, so a good opportunity to get on campus. We get to be in Pape, Austin. You kind of get to see the lay of the land here at Oregon um, and really just get a, a good piece of you know what, what life could be like here as an Oregon lacrosse player um, as well as you know hone, hone in on some of those lacrosse skills for those summer tournaments. I love the camps because the, the student athletes, the current student athletes are involved and I know that's something that they always really enjoy. I've never talked to a student athlete that doesn't look forward to these camps for, for any sport. Well, yeah, thanks for taking the time. I always appreciate it. I'm sorry that we couldn't get you in during Snowmageddon, but I'm glad we could <laughs> we could do it here this time. This is great. Yeah, I'm happy the sun's finally out. That's right. 5 o'clock on Friday, Arizona State in town for Oregon Lacrosse at Pat Bay Field. Chelsea Gamble, head coach, thanks Thank for the time. So much. Appreciate it. Yeah. And we're going to get a quick break, come back after this timeout, wrap things up for today, hear a little bit from Andy Avalos, the new Duck Defensive Coordinator on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. I fight like a duck with clinical trials, so our patients have access to the newest cancer medicines like immunotherapy. I fight like a duck with the latest surgical procedures so that my patients with gynecologic cancers can have the most precise care with the least invasive technologies. As a patient, I fight like a duck to beat prostate cancer with advanced radiation techniques like Spacelor. And WVCI is the only one in the area that offers it. Fight like a duck with Willamette Valley Cancer Institute and Research Center. You couldn't miss that wedding, birthday party, or whatever event you felt obligated to attend. So you missed the game. And more importantly, the game program. Not to worry. IMGproducts.net has got you covered with official programs and yearbooks from many of the nation's top schools, plus conference and NCAA championships. Visit IMGproducts.net to browse the hundreds of publications available. IMGproducts.net. We've got you covered. More Duck Insider coming up on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. What does Meals on Wheels do? They deliver meals and smiles to homebound seniors. But Meals on Wheels does something else. They turn a volunteer's lunch break into a meaningful experience. As small and as simple as the relationship is between a volunteer and a client of Meals on Wheels, it's really so impactful. I never thought that five minutes could make so much difference in the lives of two people, but it has. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion. I'm Sam. I'm a veteran. My victory was finding a career that I could be proud of. At DAV, we're on a mission 
helping veterans of all generations get the benefits they've earned. I'm Cece. My victory was finishing my education. When America's veterans win, we all win. Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Back on Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. I said we were going to hear from defensive coordinator Andy Avalos today. I tried my best to hustle through the whole show, but we have like a minute left, and I just don't think we have time. Andy Avalos, the Duck defensive coordinator. You can view his press conference from yesterday on GoDucks.com via YouTube, as well as in the Pepsi GoDuck Sports app, the GoDucks game day app that you can download on your app store of choice. Always have all the interviews and everything that GoDucks.com has to offer, including live game broadcasts. All available there. Well, sorry, Coach Avalos. I promise that we'll get to you next time. Yeah, that is kind of a wah-wah moment. Thank you, Scott, sitting over, <laughs> over behind the, the director's console today. Uh, but what I do want to do is tell you a little bit about the schedule ahead for this week. Terry Johns will be here, I'm hoping, Wednesday through Friday because Jerry Allen and I are heading to the airport right after this show, flying out to Las Vegas, and then before you know it, it's Pac-12 tournament time. Randy Anthony has been in mid-season form today on the show. That's been season. It's in season. That's been oh, that's well done. So Terry Johns, we're hoping, is going to be with you Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. He'll talk uh, with Lisa Peterson, the senior women's administrator for the Ducks, uh, ahead of women's basketball hosting some postseason here. It's going to be fun. So tomorrow night, eight thirty. Ducks and Cougars in the 6-11 game as part of the Pac-12 tournament, which gets started with Arizona and USC at noon, Cal and Colorado at 2.30, then the game in front of the Ducks and the Cougars will be at 6 o'clock, Stanford and UCLA for the Pac-12 tournament in Las Vegas. So I'm going to go try and hit red on the roulette. We'll see ya. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Hundo P. Hundo P, adjective, short for being 100% sure or certain. As in, if we get a puppy, I'll Hundo P always walk it. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. I am a Senior Corps RSVP volunteer. I build homes and young minds. I build parks and playgrounds. And support our nation's veterans. I build gardens and help families with their finances. I build healthy futures. And organize disaster relief. I'm a builder, and I lead by experience. How about you? Join Senior Corps RSVP. Lead by experience. At SeniorCorps.gov. Hey, you! Yeah! Hi, I'm Lenny the Lifeguard. I only have a few seconds during this commercial break to talk to you about reducing stormwater pollution. Everyone loves a good tailgate, but no one likes to see litter on the ground. Litter can wash into creeks and streams, polluting our water. Tailgate or not, always pick up your trash and put it in the proper waste bin. Please remember to hop to it. Protect our water. Because clean water is everyone's responsibility. This message brought to you by Stormwater Mascot, Lenny the Lifeguard. Hi, I'm Chad Greenway. After retiring from the NFL, I've embraced my new role coaching my kids. Coaches may have the biggest impact on a young person's life. 
Unfortunately, youth sports are littered with coaches that are focused on the wrong things. That's why it's so important that parents can trust who's coaching their kids. Can you trust your child's youth coach? Our Youth Basketball Association made the decision to utilize trusted coaches to train, screen, and educate all of our basketball coaches. Go to trustedcoaches.org to learn more. I'm a trusted coach. Are you? listening to Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Duck Insider is presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Oregon Sports Network. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois.